Welcome to File Under Entertainment Podcast with Dylan and Eric. This is our arts and interview series uh, where we're interviewing musicians about their craft and creativity. I've got uh, DJ today. Why don't you go ahead and join in there, DJ? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for agreeing to uh, to come on and do this. Um, it's We've gotten a lot of interest from people, which is great, but then I, I understand that... Uh, circumstances being what they are you know everyone's got their own you know real life stuff that happens so it's easy to get kind of lost in the shuffle like the, the first time that we were supposed to do this the day passed and i completely whiffed on it and i was like oh shit, man i'm i'm sorry and you were gracious enough to agree to come back on and then and you you yourself admitted that you forgot that this was happening so it uh <laughs> Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, so I, I know a little bit about you already because I heard you on uh, a couple of different shows. You were on uh, my buddy Jared's show, uh, Parrot Gaming Podcast, and you were also on the Evil Mark show doing a Mock My World segment. So uh, I've heard some stuff about you, but why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself properly and, and give us the rundown on what you do? Yeah. So uh, like you said, my name's DJ. Um I am in a comedy duo uh, band called The Noise Noodles with my cousin. Um, We have released, uh, I think, three EPs and one full album, along with a couple singles and covers here or there. Um, And we've been around for close to three years now, actually. Nice. All right. So, yeah, you kind of got off the the bat. We have these uh, quote unquote off the shelf questions, which then, you know, it's like seven questions, which then um, based on those answers, it kind of organically spirals into how the rest of the interview is going to go. We've got a cat has decided to jump in on the on the podcast here. So say hi, Wrigley, to everybody. There's DJ. Hi. Um, so you, you kind of already answered the, the first one, your noise noodles. So, uh, and I know that you had mentioned before, uh, I think on Jared's podcast where the name came from, but, uh, for people that haven't listened to that, I mean, I urge you, if you want to know more about DJ, that's, that's kind of a more, a long form interview and, uh, Jared is a really good interviewee. Um, so go check that out. But if anyone doesn't have the time and you're, if you're listening to this, give us the story again, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, uh. Me and my cousin had been playing music for a little bit and we had talked about starting a band and uh, we were, we hadn't come up with a good name and we hadn't come up with a good concept yet. Um, But then the one day he texted me a meme of a snake um, and he, it was a rattlesnake and he referred to it as a noise noodle (laughs) and uh we did that thing that a lot of people do where we were like, Oh, that would be a a funny band name. Uh, But then we were like, wait, but it could be a funny band name. And then we thought it fit our vibe really well. And we uh, made it our band name. (laughs) That is great. I mean, I I haven't seen any of the the stuff, but I'm hoping that you have some kind of like art that incorporates that like a, a rattlesnake or something that's, you know, vibing out or something yeah we uh we have a a logo um all our logos incorporate snakes in in some shape and then we have like our the like profile picture version of our logo is just like 
a little snake with like eyes uh, and we call him Nestor Noodle. Nestor Noodle, that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> All right, so you, you also kind of said that you've been going for about uh, three years now, but you know, prior to that, like how did you guys get your start? Like what was the, the genesis of starting this band? Yeah, so uh, my cousin played trumpet in middle school uh, and that really, and I guess I played guitar for like a year in middle school. Um, and that started each of our musical journeys. But then uh, uh, right before high school, I started playing guitar because I wanted to play uh, in my church. Uh, and then after I started playing, my cousin Joe also started playing um and then so we were playing together just in like the church and then uh after we both graduated high school and uh stopped playing together in that setting we wanted to find a way to keep playing together and so uh you know starting a band was was the best way we thought to do that good deal so did he also go to to psu with you or was that just you no, that was just I I went off to, to Penn State and he stayed in the area that uh, we had both grown up in. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so what kind of music, like how would you describe what's the, the genre? I mean, it's comedy, but you know, like if you if you were like a more serious band, like how would you describe your sound? Yeah, it is a little bit hard to put a pin in it because uh, we have adapted our style at times to the songs we're making. Um, but generally we stick to like a punk, punk rock kind of feel. Um, we've messed around a little bit with more like funk and uh, old school kind of sounds. Um, and we wanna, we, we've had some ideas about more like lo-fi hip hoppy kind of stuff that we're gonna try and get on. But um, I think more often than not, like I said, it's the, the punk rock kind of stuff. Yeah, of all the genres, I think that, you know, like a comedy stuff, it kind of lends itself to being adapted to any kind of genre that you wanna do, except for maybe like classical or something. That would probably be hard to pull off. But uh, yeah, punk just kind of seems like that goes hand in hand with with comedy like it's like a lot of punk doesn't take itself too seriously so i think that uh that goes pretty well with uh fitting into comedy so you also mentioned you know, like trumpet and, and guitar like do you guys play or incorporate any other instruments into the the songs um yeah we've played around with some stuff i think i played ukulele on a song or two um yeah which is like you know punk rock that's the first instrument you think of right <laughs> of course um, we actually at one point i looked up and there exist electric ukuleles um, <laughs> really and i really want to buy one but it's more money than i can warrant spending on an electric ukulele <laughs> <laughs> like how much are you talking here like a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> okay, yeah. But I mean, if you compare that to a normal ukulele, that's like a couple hundred bucks more than a normal ukulele. For sure, yeah. Uh, no, it's, I totally get you there. I mean, it's like, yeah, at face value, a couple hundred bucks doesn't seem like that much for a musical instrument. But yeah, of course, when you're talking about ukulele, yeah, for sure. Uh, 
So did you guys have any like major inspirations going into this or was just something that you wanted to do music and you wanted to incorporate comedy or was there someone that you were looking at specifically? Um, I don't think there's many bands we were looking at and saying like we want to do what they're doing. Um, I think we take inspiration from a lot of different places and I think that comes through though. Like um, I write uh, about 90 to 95% of the lyrics for our songs and I know I kind of looked and like growing up I didn't really listen to much comedy music but then like I discovered the Lonely Island and they made me realize oh music can be funny um, and so I think I take some inspiration from them uh, yeah I don't know I I think we have a feel of just like uh, you know we we grew up hanging out a lot and i think it we grasp that feel of like if you turned hanging out with your buddies in like second grade into music it, it's like that okay I <laughs> so i it. think we take a lot of inspiration from like weird inside jokes that we had when we were children so do i do am i remembering correctly because i think you had brought up in the episode with uh, Jared about like having aspirations at doing stand-up or you have done stand-up in the past sorry yeah I uh Joe doesn't really have an interest in that but I I've done stand-up myself um and like I decided I wanted to start doing that during COVID which uh is a great time to sure. decide you want to perform in front of people um but I was just kind of, I was like sitting and didn't have anything to do. So I was watching a lot of stand up. And the one night it just kind of like, as I was listening to it, I was thinking about stories from my own life. And I was like, I could do this. So um, yeah, I, I've done stand up a decent a little bit. I, I've dabbled. I'm trying to find more stuff to do now. Yeah, I get it. No, I, the reason I, I brought that up was because I I remembered it, and then also kind of like the the correlation between comedy music and stand up, like uh, Chris Hardwick with uh, Hard and Firm. I don't know if you're familiar, and then also Garfunkel and Oates. It's like um, uh, Ricky Lindholm uh, was doing you know some stand up and has has been uh, actress in mainstream movies, but also also to kind of further her career. Uh, decided to do like the Garfunkel, Garfunkel and Oates thing, which is pretty cool. It just gives you another avenue for your creativity. And, you know, just the whole aspect of knowing how to play a musical instrument kind of gets you a leg up on, you know, other competition too, I think. Yeah, and I, I think I approach it a little differently than, than some of those you mentioned. And like, even like other like stand-ups who use music like a Bo Burnham and mm -hmm. people like that because I don't I wouldn't do like stand-up and music in the same set because uh, I am very different in our band than I am when I do stand-up like our band is very like high energy and a lot of the comedy is like I am vocalizing very stupid things but I am being <laughs> like a normal punk singer about it um and then 
my stand-up tends to be a lot slower and more methodical and like a ways. mitch hedberg kind of thing or something like are you familiar with him he's sadly well, mitch, no longer with him yeah i mean mitch is still really fast paced and like energetic in a lot of ways <laughs> um he is methodical for sure but um i do a lot more like story based than than what mitch does okay or did, um, gotcha like you said yeah uh well so i mean like uh you had mentioned Bo Burnham and stuff. I mean, like, t I don't know if you go on TikTok at all, but I mean, like, the entire platform is just nothing but freaking Bo Burnham songs. And it's just like, I mean, he, he's great and obviously incredibly talented. And, you know, his songs obviously are, are, are catchy and they stick with you, but it's just like you see so much of them. That's almost like where you know where you've made it. When you, like, piss people off because it's like every TikTok video that they're flipping through, it's another freaking Bo Burnham song, you know? It's like, so I didn't know if that, if that was something that you would, like, try to maybe incorporate because, I mean, that could be a, a huge, huge thing for your career. Well, we, we are, all our music... We have a uh, program we use to upload it to all the streaming platforms and all that. And that automatically puts it on TikTok for us. Um, we have a couple that have like a couple hundred TikToks made with them. Really? Um, That's awesome. Mostly like we've done a couple covers of songs that the originals aren't on TikTok. So people use our songs when they wanted to use the original, but it's not on there gotcha so i my brother uh has had an interesting experience where he has music that's you know some of his albums are posted to spotify and then what the same kind of thing they're also ported over to tiktok well he's on tiktok and he has tried to do a cover of his own song and it's been taken down because it's like dmca or whatever uh violation against his own music and he's like how the hell does that work you know like I, <laughs> i'm i'm doing my own song but i'm using music that is you know it's on spotify so it's uh it's kind of vetted or whatever so this it's just a really weird thing that where you can't even mess with your own music you haven't run into anything like that have you no and we actually have done like like have you ever seen on youtube how people do like remixes of songs with like memes and like they'll move uh words in the song and they'll, they'll just make it like one word the whole time like stuff like that no um, not really it sounds it sounds interesting though <laughs> do you have any to, example i'm trying to think of a good example oh uh like chop suey by uh oh what band is that by? system of a down yeah yeah chop suey by system of a down but they replace every noun with the word table from when he says table in the first uh okay all right um, <laughs> like stuff like that um and we do that to our own songs <laughs> um and we've like put those versions of those songs on tiktok and it's gotten through fine oh wow that's uh, that's really cool because well, then i guess that falls under the like i don't know how that works i guess it falls under the line of like parody or something I, I think for sure it falls under fair use and like like parody kind of stuff but um i also think it's just fun that we're like 
usually it's just like some random dude on the internet who's like doing that to a popular song but like we're just getting ahead of everything and doing it ourselves <laughs> that's amazing yeah that's it's very uh meta it's something that you could envision like a weird al doing so i mean he's another one that obviously incorporates uh, music and, and comedy so um i guess this is a good time to like kind of plug that stuff i mean we've been talking about social media so i mean we can also put obviously the the links in the show notes and whatnot, but give everybody the rundown of where they can find yourself. Yeah. So like I said, we're on uh, just about any streaming platform you can think of. Um, we're also on YouTube, uh, Noise Noodles. Uh, it's the Noise Noodles on the streaming platforms, but it's just Noise Noodles on YouTube. Um and then, you know, we're also on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, all that. Um, we haven't uploaded much recently, but we're hoping to get back at it soon. And we have some big stuff in the works. Good. Is anything that you want to reveal or you're, you're kind of keeping mum for now? Um, there's one thing that I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I'm not going to talk about well, it. Well, those things we are also, normally really good, though. Yeah. When you can't say anything, that's normally a really good sign. <laughs> that something big um, is coming. We, I'm not sure how much I am and I'm not allowed to say, so I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> okay, but, uh, yeah, I don't want it to get you in trouble or to <laughs> you know, ruin anything. So, But, uh, yeah, be on the lookout. Um, you might see us in places you don't expect. And then we also have some covers in the, in the works that we have recorded and just need to release. And then we're also working on a second album um, nice. that we're not far enough into that process to have a release date yet, but we've just started planning for it. Gotcha. Yeah, so my, my brother had uh, had this full docket of songs and he had planned a release for Halloween. And then like right before, like the week before Halloween, he came up with like four new songs, like just within that week. And he's like, well, I want all of these to be on the album. So then he started shuffling. And then he, since then has come up with like another handful. And so he's just like, I, I've scrapped the, the release on Halloween. I'm pushing it into next year. It's gonna be a completely revamped thing. So I, I bet that that could be, you know, part of the creative process too is like, having something that you're kind of sold on and then maybe switching it up at the last minute because in favor of something else, I don't know, is that something that you go through? Yeah, I think we did that a little bit with our album, which, uh, you know, I love the holiday releases. We released the album on Valentine's Day. Um, nice. <laughs> I, uh, I was saying leading up to that, that I, I wanted to release it then because, uh, then I could give myself something to celebrate for once um, <laughs> oh. on Valentine's Day. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it did though. It took a, f like we finished recording over that summer and then we released in February on Valentine's Day. So that's like pretty decent in between, between yeah, sure. the finishing the recording and editing and then actually releasing. Yeah. Yeah. That I wonder I'm sure like with with Dylan, that would have been way too much time. He would have like completely, he would have done like three probably albums in the meantime. So it's like, did you find that it was too long or was that timing just about right for you? Um, I thought it was a little too long. Um, it 
what was taking a little long was was the mixing and uh my cousin handles that and like i get like i i want us to have a good mix and like i want it to sound good Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i i was very much being annoying to him to try and uh, get him to finish up so we could release it (laughs) well so i mean but like when you had uh finished the stuff in the summer had you plan or was it just kind of like you you settled on valentine's day because it was taking a little bit longer to mix it or did you know all along like it was kind of going to be around that well after we finished recording i think we were also shooting for a halloween release and then halloween came and went and i was like all right uh maybe not christmas uh what's the next best or it was like still taking a little bit and then like christmas came and went and then i was kind of like okay well valentine's day and then that just so happened uh was when we actually did get it done by then nice so like in the before times you know before the pandemic and whatever did you guys like ever record any or do any live shows or like i mean is that something that you guys are interested in doing yeah so that is something we've talked a lot about and it's something we we've thought about um right about when we were gearing up to be able to do that and had the equipment to do that we're starting to get connections uh covid hit and so obviously we couldn't do anything then and then uh i went back to college after that went back in person um and so it it is hard to do live shows when you're in two very different geographic locations (laughs) yeah Um, for sure and then uh i'm moving down to florida soon uh so then we're gonna have a big geographic gap too and so uh we would love to do live stuff uh because of how things are working out it might be later rather than sooner that those would happen though gotcha well so you still plan on like continuing to collaborate and do music right it's like your move to florida doesn't like necessitate you know the band breaking up or anything right no um because like i said like with me going to college we've had that regularly um but it just kind of, it doesn't stop the process. It just slows the process. Sure. So do you guys just like, uh, put files on OneDrive or something? Is that how you like collaborate or do you like make certain plans to meet up and do, do you ever do any kind of like studio sessions or anything together or is it all just separately? Uh, vast majority of what we've done up to this point has been us together um and i think we both prefer that because we get to bounce stuff off and like uh if the little bit that we've done separate um we like knew exactly our vision for it beforehand and then just did it and it was fine uh but uh I don't know. I prefer having us both there. It makes it a lot more fun and it makes it a lot easier to bounce ideas and figure out what's funny in the moment. Sure. No, I, I definitely 
get that. Uh, so, I mean, what about him? Did he have any kind of like major inspirations or things that he wanted to to bring to the table to try to incorporate? Or, I mean, you said, cause you do the majority of like the lyric writing or something. Is there anything that he like puts his foot down? Like, no, I definitely want this to have this or. Yeah, I mean, he, he handles a lot of the details for uh, the instrumentals. So like, I'll, I'll write a song and then I'll show him the lyrics, see if he wants to change anything and then kind of go, okay, this is the genre of music I think it should sound like, uh, go ahead. And then he just kind of does it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so like, I'll give like some examples, maybe like one or two specific notes of what I want in there. Uh, but then he largely takes it from there. Um, and I know he, he takes a lot of inspiration from like Green Day um i think that's his favorite band at the moment um so is it a lot of like three chord typical punk style stuff or do you guys do like yeah. chord progression different things or that's a lot of it is the the general kind of we pick a key and then put a bunch of distortion on it um and there's been a couple times where i was just kind of like between this verse and this verse, you're gonna do a solo. <laughs> um, or like, or like I there there was once or twice I wrote a song and then he was like, I really like this lead line for it, and then we went with it. Um so yeah, like he he definitely asserts himself more with the musical end of things, and I have like some ideas and i know he definitely has a better grasp of uh, music theory than i do but i have enough theory knowledge that i can follow what he's throwing out there and i can insert a little bit of some of my ideas in gotcha. there so do you when you're writing do you typically go from like uh like a an idea like a funny idea and then start with like a lyric standpoint or do you or is it a combination where sometimes you like like you think of like a, a riff in your head and you're like oh I, I wonder what i can incorporate around that or like what's your typical um, process i have a note on my phone called song ideas mm -hmm. and so all of these are like either like a word or like a phrase and then I'll go down that and then when I feel like I've developed enough as a writer to write that song I write it okay <laughs> um and I have as I'm writing it I have a general idea of what I want it to sound like and like I might have like one or two pieces that I I know exactly what I want it to sound like uh, with the instrumental. Gotcha. So with that that note, I, I don't know if your creative process is anything like mine. Like uh, I was writing a screenplay with my brother because like, uh, long story short, like, like way back in the day, my parents and my like uncles and whatever, they had made like a, a comedy horror movie. And like, it was like way back when. Uh, and so then when all of like me and my cousins like came of age, we had done a sequel to this movie 
and it was a hell of a lot of fun and now it's been like it's been a long time since that one and then we all got the idea like hey maybe we should do like a third part and but they left all like the writing responsibility to me because they're like well you're like the funniest one in terms of like writing things like that and we'll just you know ham it up on film or whatever so <laughs> when i when i was writing this thing uh, sometimes i would just get inspiration in like in the middle of the night i would do the same kind of thing i would just go into my phone and just like write a word And then thinking like, oh, it's 3 a.m., but I'll know what this word means, you know, to form this scene around it. And I would just completely forget what the hell that was about. Have, have you ever done that with any of your note taking? Yeah, I've definitely done that. I There are one or two that I think I deleted uh, because I didn't know what they were. But then I decided I'm just going to keep everything in the note now uh, because even if it's not my original vision, uh, it could still end up being pretty, pretty funny. Um, Sure. yeah, I, I'm reading the note now and I haven't looked at it since December of last year. So a whole, or I haven't edited, edited it for a whole year almost. So, <laughs> oh, wow. but it's like, I have like a good, like 30 something ideas here. And just looking at them, like, you know, what all of them mean, like, there's not a, nothing like I was just talking about, where it's just like none of those completely escape you what you were going for when you wrote that. No, there are a couple on here. Um, like, I have the phrase piss intro, and I don't know what that means. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, most of them, I know what it means, though. And actually, a couple of these, I did completely write the song so I can take it off, I think. Oh, that's cool. It's uh, fortuitous. Yeah, there, there's so many of those. It's it's funny that you had said that, you know, like about a note in your phone, because it just put me right back in that space of like, that being my, you know, primary driving focus in my creativity was, you know, writing this like screenplay and whatever, and trying to think of, of funny scenes and just getting completely lost in the shuffle. Because I, I would do a lot of like, non sequitur kind of things. And just thinking that, Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll write this little note to myself and I'll definitely remember what that means and just whew, completely lost. <laughs> It's, it's a lot easier. I have a few notes like this because I have like song ideas. I have ideas for gimmicks we could do if we did live shows. I have a list of uh, ideas for sketches because we've done some sketch comedy stuff on our YouTube channel too. Um, and then I have like a note for all of my stand-up ideas. Um, <laughs> Some of them, like the song one is probably the hardest to remember because like thinking about like the sketch ideas, like I generally have like an exact like scene that I think of when I came up with that idea. And so I can associate it with that. Um, and then like the stand up one, it usually has a story associated so I can remember it that way. Gotcha. Um, The song one is harder, though, because it's like I don't start writing it until I just decide I'm going to sit down and write the whole song. Um, 
And so I forget sometimes what my idea was. <laughs> no, I, I completely get that. I've got so many just different fragments of that, you know, be it a songs or poems or just anything, you know, even scenes from the movie where it's just, uh, I, I wasn't like that where I said, okay, I'm just gonna, I have this idea. I'm gonna dedicate myself to finishing this product. It was all this, okay, well, this this phrase is good. And so I'll just, kind of build this paragraph around this and I'll leave it sit. And then I was doing that where I had started writing uh, a novel as well. And I would just like start different parts of chapters. And so it's like, I, I don't have a complete novel, but I've got like 14 different starts of chapters. You know, it's like I, I knew where I was going, trying to go into that chapter, but like the preceding one, is anybody's guess so that's a kind of frustrating i didn't know if I if it was just me or i mean because it sounds like when you have an idea you kind of dedicate yourself to fleshing it out at the time yeah i usually think about it for like five or ten minutes before i write it down gotcha I, like what's the what's the fastest that you've ever finished a song and like contrast that what's the longest it's taken you to finish one Let's see. I'm going to I'm going to go to our Spotify and scroll through real quick as I'm trying to think about that, um, because that's a that's a tough one to think about. Um, let's see. Um, definitely like the the uh, covers don't take as long because usually it's just like let's cover this song and then as we're recording it i'll be like hey let's do it this way because that'll be funny <laughs> uh and so those take pretty fast because like either i have a very strong idea going in or i'm just like let's just like screw around until we're done gotcha. um i mean our first song i wrote and we recorded on the day, uh, same day. Um, I think for our album, I wrote like three or four songs and then we recorded all of them the same day. Um, so I think probably from start to finish at, as far as like writing and recording goes, probably like an hour or two is the shortest. And then the longest is like, I've spent like two or three hours just writing the song. And then we spend like three or four more hours recording it. Um, so that that's happened before too. Okay. I, I still, that doesn't seem like it's that awful long. I, I was expecting an answer like, because sometimes, you know, the only musician I can really equate to is, is my brother. Uh, in terms of, you know, knowing personally or whatever, but so he's like finished a, a complete song, uh, lyrics and everything in, in complete musical composition in like 10 minutes. And then there's ones where he's been working on for literally years. And so I kind of thought that that was where you're going to go for was like, oh, yeah, I had this idea and it never really panned out. So but no, that's good that you can complete a, a vision. Well, I mean, if, thinking about the creative process as a whole, yeah, I've had some of those where I still have songs where I'm like, I wrote a treatment of it and then I looked at it and went, 
this is bad. I need to write more stuff so I get better at writing before I try to tackle that idea again. Um, I've also had ones that uh, I've written and then regretted a little bit of how I wrote it because I wish I would have realized that. But um, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything that's I've had I've been working on for like years but there's definitely been stuff that like I have the idea and then it comes back to me like a couple months later and then I actually write it like a couple months after that okay gotcha so yeah it's it's kind of similar then um are, are do you find that you're like a perfectionist with your stuff or I mean because you had mentioned like having some regret with like a, a finished product or whatever do you like, are, are you the kind that just like, oh, it's never good enough? Like, you're never satisfied with it or? Um, I hate listening to my voice and anything that I do. Um, so I don't think I'll ever really enjoy listening to our music <laughs> because I, like, I experience it differently, it being myself. Um, but, um, I definitely am not a perfectionist. Uh, my cousin is a lot more of a perfectionist than I am. I, if I am close to like pretty good and like only people who are really listening for it will hear the things that I know I messed up, like, especially songs that like covers it's a little different I have to be a little more of a perfectionist with the covers but for original songs it's like for all they know I could be trying to do that <laughs> yeah they, they have so, no frame of reference for sure <laughs> and there there are songs that we've done and I like we have done bad on purpose because it's funnier that way <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> So uh, you had made mention uh, about uh, some potential big things coming up. Is there anything in the short term that you wanted to like plug or get out there that you've that you're excited about that you want people to know? Um, I mean, I'm just excited to keep making music. Um, we had a goal to reach a hundred subscribers on our YouTube channel before the end of the year. Um, We've definitely made stride towards that goal. I don't know if we're going to hit it, though, because <laughs> um, we've kind of stalled with uh, a little bit of the content creation. But uh, we are trying to hit the studio more often. And uh, we do have some stuff that we should be releasing in the near future. Um, and so, yeah, cool. Um, I don't think there's anything specifically, but uh also the the album we're working on our last album was just kind of like a compilation of ideas that are like a lot of the songs on that album are about like an object or like a thing that people say um so it's just kind of like a compilation of a lot of different ideas i have uh this next album is going to be a concept album so there's going to be a storyline weaving through it um nice. that we 
had uh, thought about for a while. Uh, and we, we have the story beats worked out. We just need to write the songs around them now. Um, and uh, it is based on the fact that in all of our cover art, uh, I am never wearing a t-shirt. In a lot of them, I'm wearing like an open jacket without a t-shirt underneath it or like just not wearing a shirt in general. Um, so we're like writing a story uh, that's like based in like a fantasy, like a, like a sci-fi fantasy kind of world uh, that's about that. <laughs> about the lack of wearing shirts <laughs> yes <laughs> okay specifically i have a character that i will be playing who does not own any shirts <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> oh. so i was going to ask also about like uh the social media stuff i mean because you were talking about like having um goals uh, do you ever find it like frustrating to you know, because uh, I like the listener base for our show is like vastly larger than our social media followers. Like we have like 40 Twitter, uh, Twitter followers. That's it. And like even less than that on TikTok. It's like I see the download numbers. I know that people are listening to the show. Why aren't they engaging with us on social media? Like, do you ever get that frustration? A little bit, but also our numbers are like our numbers are skewed by weird stuff because like one of our songs got on a big sports podcast and they played it on two different episodes and so that song has a ton of views and not a lot of those people who viewed it subscribe to our channel um and like other stuff like uh our one of our other bigger songs was a cover and so like people didn't really People watched it, but didn't really subscribe off of that. Um, I, I don't think I really get frustrated by it. Um, you know, me and my cousin are both just in it for fun and like could kind of care. Like we care if people like interact with our stuff. Um, it definitely makes it a lot easier to make stuff. But also we started this thing as like, we're just kind of making music to have fun and express yeah. ourselves in a way that like is different than how other people express themselves. And then we are able to express ourselves without having a band. Um, and so like, yeah, I stress about the numbers a little bit, but I, I in the end I am in it for fun and uh, that's that's what takes precedent yeah no that's a really great mindset i mean the same thing started with us it was just like an excuse initially for you know my brother and i to hang out more because we, we live in the same state but like you know 30 minutes away from each other it's like we found out that we were like you know just we would play online video games together but we weren't like hardly ever hanging out in person so it's like well we've had this podcast idea for like literally years what better time than now to just start doing it and so it's the same kind of thing we thought it was just going to be you know, the two of us, you know, talking about movies and, and whatever, and like, who gives a shit. But then like, when we started to get a little bit more of like a listener base, and then we started trying to get into like the, uh, the social media aspect of it was like, these, these, these two things aren't equivalent. It's like, the listener numbers are like way up here. And there's like no Twitter followers or and then, yeah, it, it's just it's 
kind of weird. So it's like, yeah, we're still having a lot of fun uh, doing it and we are just doing it for the fun, but it's also just, it's confusing because I, I see so many people that just like blow up on, on TikTok and whatever with doing like very little. And it's just, it, I don't know. I mean, it's, we've also had like, and I care about this stuff way more than the numbers. We've had people reach out to us and be like, Hey, I really like this song or like, I, I say this with no hyperbole. This is the real word a person used to describe my writing on a song. They called a song I wrote genius. And uh, that's like, I feel like I am not as smart as I can come across. Um, and so like for somebody to like say that about a, a song I wrote, like if there was one person who listened to all of our stuff but it was that person, like, it's worth it. And That's like, enough. I don't care at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Uh, like the, just the amount of people, I mean, I've made some really, really good in real life friends through the start of this podcast. And so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll forever, regardless of whether anything ever happens with this, um, I'll, you know, forever be indebted and, and grateful for that. So uh, give us the rundown again, before we close out of, of where they can find your stuff and interact with you yeah and tell you that you're uh, a genius <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh noise noodles on youtube that's where you can find uh our music and uh the random weird videos we uploaded like we have a video where we dipped a bunch of food that shouldn't get dipped in chick-fil-a sauce in chick-fil-a sauce <laughs> and ate it awesome. um I almost threw up in that video because I we we took a shot of Chick Fil A sauce at the beginning. Oh, oh um, that you started well, off with that. You don't lead with that, man. That's your finisher. <laughs> well, we finished with Starburst, which was also terrible. Um, but yeah, so we do like we have our music, random stuff like that. Um, we also have sketches. Um, you can find us uh, on Apple Music, Spotify, Title napster I, I that's not a joke we're on napster no shit um, i didn't even and, think that was uh, a thing anymore that's yeah they it was well i think it was like to illegally download music at first and then they made it legal um okay. and it's not it's like a streaming platform now gotcha. that you you pay a subscription for but uh yeah we're on all that uh we're on instagram facebook twitter uh, all the social medias. Um, and if you look up noise noodles or the noise noodles on all of those platforms, you should be able to find us. Uh, like I said, our profile picture is like a little cartoon snake uh, with some eyes. So. Nestor, right? Nestor Noodle? Nestor oh. Noodle is his <laughs> that, name. That is amazing. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, DJ. I really appreciate it. And yeah, everybody obviously go uh, check out their stuff and get them over uh, 100 on YouTube and follow them on all the things. And uh, yeah, when you guys ever have uh, your next album come out, that theme concept album about lack of wearing shirts, yeah, hit us up again and and come back on and, and promote the hell out of it. So we'll sure. certainly be doing we'll it for do. you. All right, thanks, DJ. Uh, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for doing this, man. I really appreciate it.